Welcome to episode 8 of How to Be a Steminist. This episode is titled Career Strategy 101. Now, my job is to help women in STEM from around the world create career strategies in order to help them live a happier life. But I'm aware that not everyone knows what a career strategy is, which is a real shame because that means you're missing out on all the benefits of having one. So in this episode, I'll be breaking it down so you can decide whether a career strategy could be useful to you. This is the How to Be a Steminist podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, a proud woman in STEM. To me, being a steminist means creating a wildly fulfilling career without compromising your family or social life. Because when you love your whole life, you become a living example that a career in STEM is where it's at. I'm on a mission to equip women in STEM around the world with strategies to take back control of their career progression, navigate those difficult and awkward gender equality issues, and stop balancing work with life and start enjoying it. If you want to learn all the things no one else teaches you about being a woman in STEM, you've come to the right place. Let's get stuck in. When I tell people I'm a career strategist, I often get either a blank look or a polite response like, oh, that sounds cool. So I thought it would be a great chance for me to give you a quick lowdown on what a career strategy is, because you've probably heard of the term before, but you might not know exactly what it is or what it looks like. By the end of this episode, you are probably going to want to have one. So listen up. Today, I will be talking about what a career strategy actually is, why women in STEM need a career strategy, what a career strategy looks like, and the most common things that stop people from writing a career strategy. So let's start with the simple one. What, a, what is a career strategy? So this term can also be interchangeable with the terms career plan and career path. In essence, a career strategy is an action plan for what you need to do in order to reach a career goal. So when I was working in corporate engineering, I didn't have a career strategy until I was about five years into my job. It wasn't because I was lazy or lacked ambition, but it was because I had no idea what it was or how to create one. It was purely because I landed a job with a great manager that I finally learned that I could have full control over my own job aspirations and I could even work on the things that I liked if I wanted to. So although that might sound really obvious now that I've said it, I honestly spent half a decade of my life just going with the flow and accepting projects, responsibilities or opportunities that were given to me. And that was only if I was in the right place at the right time. This was an incredibly reactive way to work. Plus, I felt like I had no control over what my career would end up like. So on to my second point, why do women in STEM need a career strategy? So the studies all show that most women in STEM drop out of their careers because they no longer feel fulfilled in their roles at work. 
The reasons they started their careers no longer feel like they're being fulfilled and they start to lose passion for their jobs. So it's no wonder we've got all these women leaving their STEM careers once they reach about mid-career stage. Now, due to STEM being a male-dominated workforce, usually, women often don't have as many relatable mentors or sponsors to inspire them. So it's really important for women to be super clear on exactly what they want and have a plan on how to get there. Now, most people who are unhappy with their jobs do not have a career strategy And they're usually unhappy because they lack direction or they're just letting life take them for a ride. They are unknowingly working on something that they don't like and maybe they feel like they're not achieving anything. The only time you might choose to not have a career strategy is maybe during the first six or so months of a new career. Because in that time, you're probably in exploration phase. You're really trying to just learn as much as possible or try to find what you're good at and what you enjoy doing. But even then, you should have a bit of a rough plan. So that might be to explore as much as possible, to become really proficient in one skill, or maybe it is to learn how a certain process works. So I guess you could class that as a mini career strategy because you do have some sort of goal in place. But if you feel like you lack the feeling of fulfillment in your job or work seems really tedious, you don't often look forward to going into work, I would highly, highly recommend that you get a career strategy in place. When you're following a career strategy, you're more likely to be feeling like you're constantly achieving and working towards something that means something real to you. And when women in STEM make sure that they are fulfilled in their roles, it means they're happier at work and they become really great role models for other women in STEM to either continue on in their careers in STEM or to encourage the next generation of women into STEM careers as well. So it's not a completely selfish thing to craft a career that you love. It is actually helping other women and the future generation of women to work in a more gender equal workplace. It doesn't just help women, obviously. When you're happy in your career, you're also a better colleague. You solve problems quicker. You are more productive at work and you're probably going to be a much better employee and a much better colleague to work with as well. Okay, so on to the next point. What does a career strategy actually look like? So there's no single way to write a career strategy, but I'm going to tell you a couple of things that the career strategy should always consider. So these are your strengths and values. If you don't know what your values are, don't worry. That's not, you know, something to be afraid of or ashamed of. I actually have written a a free guide for you to find out what your values are. And I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. It's a little worksheet that you can do to figure out what your top three values are. That's really important to know for all aspects of your life, not just your career. 
The other thing it should consider is your career interests. Also, what you want for your life outside of work. People often forget this when they're writing a career strategy, but, you know, a career is a large part of your life. It's probably, you know, more often than not a third of the waking hours of your life. So you should really be able to make sure it includes your own personal life goals as well. Another thing your career strategy should include is some form of time scale. Now, I'm sure we've all set goals in the past where we haven't said when we're going to achieve them by and we have never done them. I've been guilty of that so many times myself. So it should definitely uh, include some form of time scale. A career strategy also should include at least one career goal. So it depends how expansive you want your career strategy to be but in its most basic form it could just be one career goal and finally and most importantly a career strategy must include actions there's no point in having a goal if you don't have an action plan of how you're going to achieve it so just to recap a career strategy should always consider your strengths and values your career interests what you want for your life outside of work, some form of time scale, at least one career goal, and actions of how to get there. So far, we've covered what a career strategy is, why women in STEM need a career strategy, and what a career strategy looks like. But what is it that stops most people from writing a career strategy? If there are all these benefits of having a fulfilling work life and home life, why do people not write one? So here are the top three reasons people don't write career strategies. Number one, they don't know what they want. Now, I know this seems like a question that people should be able to answer. What do you want in your life and in your career? But it can be really hard to figure out what you want if you've never really spent the time thinking about it and you don't know how to structure how to think about this question. You might also not know what you want because you don't know what's available out there. How can you know what you want if you don't know what all the choices are? Number two is that people don't know what a career strategy is or how to write one. I know for a fact, you know, as I mentioned before, that is definitely something that stopped me in the past. I actually didn't even know that career strategies existed, let alone how to actually go about writing one. And the third reason people don't write career strategies is because they're afraid that they'll set some sort of goal and they won't reach it. They might not achieve the goal that they set out to achieve in their career strategy and that would suck. They might feel really ashamed and embarrassed that they didn't reach their goals. I've seen this type of fear stop so many women in STEM from stepping up in their careers. For example, I spoke to a woman who was a structural engineer as an associate level 
and she had been an associate for quite some time. She was actually ready to step up into a directorship level, which would be amazing if she got it. That was definitely something that she wanted to do, but for all those years, she was just always too afraid to ask to step up into that next role. She never applied for promotion because she was just too scared that she wouldn't get it. Now, you know, from an outsider's point of view, you would just think very clearly, well, if you don't apply, of course you won't get it. But if you apply, at least you have a chance of getting it. Or, you know, if you don't get it the first time, you can get some sort of feedback on what you need to do in order to reach that goal. But to her, this fear of not being able to reach the goal, this fear of rejection and failure was so big that she couldn't take action into doing it. This sort of fear is really common and it's not because there was anything wrong with this woman because I'm sure that all of us, any of you listening to this podcast, has had some sort of fear that has stopped you from doing something. But imagine if she didn't have it she could have probably reached directorship a couple of years ago and maybe even reach for the next level now. So working through these three challenges is really important for not just writing a career strategy, but for creating a really fulfilling career. As a career strategist and coach, I help women do these three things. I help women in STEM find out exactly what they want and why, write a career strategy in a really easy to follow format, and remove any mindset blockers and fears that are barriers to either achieving goals or even writing the goals in the first place. To summarize today's episode, I've spoken today about what a career strategy is, which is in essence, an action plan for what you need to do in order to reach a career goal. The reason women in STEM need a career strategy is because we unfortunately have less access to mentors and sponsors and maybe even role models who are relatable to us. So it's really important that we know exactly what we want because we can't always rely on having relatable inspiration around us. A career strategy includes several things, but it has to include what your strengths and values are, your career interests, what you want outside of your life at work, some form of timescale, at least one career goal, and most importantly, actions. And the three challenges that stop people from writing career strategies in the first place are that they don't know what they want, they don't know what it is or how to write one, and maybe they're afraid that they won't actually reach a goal that they've written down. If you want to learn more about how I could help you write a career strategy in order to live a happier life, Get in contact with me right away via my website at www.tiffanydawson.co. As always, I love reading your reviews. So if you have received value out of today's episode, do leave me a five-star rating and review so I can see what you liked best. 
My weekly episodes are out every Wednesday, so hit subscribe if you don't want to miss out on the next one. If you're struggling to figure out what your career direction should be, you're going to want to listen in to next week's episode because I'm going to be talking about how to figure out what your next career direction step should be. Until then, take care.